I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 136. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, today we are playing part two of my conversation with my beautiful assistant, Rachel, as she shares her wisdom and insight as the mother of small preschool children. You know, my children live a screen-free life. That's another, I would say, like, don't introduce the media. Okay, talk about that. Because they don't need it. I mean, my children are at a point in their life where I would really have to clear their schedule. Not because we're busy running around Mm -hmm. outside of our home, but just because I would have to say, okay, time to come inside (laughs) to watch, you know, some program (laughs) that I've just picked for you or something. I don't even know. It's just so, it would be so foreign Mm -hmm. and I would have to interrupt. They have so many other things they would rather do Mm -hmm. that... It's not even a thought. And but Rachel, I'm I'm a young mom with young children and I'm thinking, how do you take a shower? How do you put away groceries? How do you go on road trips? Like how do you keep your children entertained? Yes. <laughs> well, I take showers at night. <laughs> so maybe that's a tip. Um we just took a road trip. You know, we did a six-hour road trip from South Carolina, our home, to Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. Screen-free. Yes. Um, I had lots of snacks. I mean, I just feel like you set the tone for it. It's not like, it's not punishment. Nobody's missing out on anything. Mm -hmm. We have, there's lots of things to do still. Or, or just be bored. Yeah, it's okay. Just look out the window, right. or let's sing songs together. Yes. Let's yes. Um, take a nap. You know, everybody fell asleep at some point. Right. Or right. Um, let's listen to a book or salty mm-hmm. or you know. There's so many things that you can do yes. that then there's togetherness and yes. not just zoning out. Yes. Not everybody have your own device. Right. Everybody. You know, there's just none of that. It's just we're all together. I'm not necessarily excited to be sitting in a car for six (laughs) hours either, but I think that's the thing. You have to think about when is my child going to learn this? Mm. At some point, they have to learn Mm -hmm. how to sit in the restaurant and participate in the meal. Mm -hmm. They have to learn how to sit in the car for the road trip. You have to learn these things at some point. Yes. When are you going to learn them? Mm. Because if you just, like... That's what you have to decide. Is this a good time to learn it? It's going to be better if you just learn it from the start. That's right. Then have to be like, okay, well, now you've aged out Mm. of zoning out for Mm. this. That's going to give you a whole lot more heartache than just to say, yeah, our family, we don't even have a TV. So it's just not even on the wall. It's not an option. Yeah. We don't, they don't have, none of us have tablets. Yes. You know. We use our devi- we do use our devices, me and my husband. We have phones, we have laptops. Yes. But they know it's for work and That's we'll right. communicate it's like not for I have to do this, mm-hmm. you know, for this specific purpose mm-hmm. and you know, if it is like we want to watch a movie or something, mm-hmm. that's after the children are asleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But even for us, it's not like an everyday no. regular activity no. because 
we need to spend time to, we talk, That's you know, right. we spend time together. So I just think media, we should really just say, what are the important things in our life? Mm. Put those in. Yes. Media is such a little rock. Yes. It doesn't have yes. a big It's not a big in rock lives. in the jar. Yeah. That is so helpful. Tell me about some books. As I'm exploring homeschool as a young mom at the park talking to you, mm-hmm. is there maybe one or two books that would give me food for thought as I'm dreaming and processing about our family's future? Hmm. Yes. I mean, it's nothing original to me. <laughs> it's from okay. you. But, I mean, Better Late Than Early is definitely a good thing to I think it just shakes people's framework I have a friend who read it and she was just like my mind exploded yeah my mind exploded I completely changed my mind better late than early and the author is Dr. Raymond Moore it's very hard to find so what should they do there is a audiobook version available I I think most people can get it either through their library or if you just search you know better late than early by Dr. Raymond Moore audio book or something you can find it perfect and um, And the person reading it is not annoying no I don't think so okay yeah and I mean if you you know look at it look for it on thrift books or something I mean my friend who read it she struck gold (laughs) and got it for like five dollars on eBay I mean she really it's going for like the price of a car yeah but yeah that's great so she was you may be able to to find find it. it yeah but if not audio is yes. a great option yes okay is there another yes. book that crosses your mind as well if they could read I two think, books i think for the family's sake yes is, talk about that yeah book. not for the children's sake but for the family's right sake. yeah i mean i did actually read for or i listened to for the children's sake first okay but i think for the family's sake is more helpful and for for these routines, for thinking about what do I want the culture of yes. my family to be like. Yes. Yeah. For the family's sake, and that's mm-hmm. by whom? Susan Schaefer McCauley. Okay, yeah. so that Schaefer name is familiar, so mm-hmm. who is she? Yes, daughter of Francis and Edith Schaefer. So, Founders of Labrie. Yeah. Okay. If you could, I mean, definitely could read, read three books. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> You can add a couple more. I think The uh, Hidden Art of Homemaking yes. by Edith Schaefer. Yes. I feel like they kind of are partner they segue. books. You know? Yes, they do. They are very obviously cut from the same cloth. That's right. You know? yeah. yeah. I would say Edith was the number one influence on my life and um, Dorothy Moore, Raymond's mm-hmm. wife. Those two women and Ruth Bell Graham. And so when you have someone who's older and wiser mentoring you in those young years and saving you a lot of aggravation yes. and expense and trouble, yes. it's so helpful to read these books by older people who've gone before us. Yeah. You know, Rachel, before we started, uh, we were talking to your sweet husband, who I love like a son, and I commented on something. What did I tell you? He is so funny. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and and usually I find that people who are funny are very intelligent. Yeah. It takes, you know, when you look at the great comedians of all time, they were all Jewish mm. because highly intelligent people know how to be funny. They can also be dark, like Woody Allen. But but the real, the old-fashioned comedians, yeah. you know, from the golden age of comedy when it was clean and innocent and and fun, uh, they they were brilliant people, and their minds were like a trap, you know, bam bam bam. They just were thinking and and ad libbing, and and so it's so fun um, when I see a family 
years ago, a Christian author wrote a book called Laughter in the Walls. Mm. I don't remember the name of the author, but he just talked about the importance of having laughter in your family culture all day long and how that just softens the blow of having to take out the garbage or do the dishes or wash the dog. That a family should be, you know, the Catholics used to say a family that prays together stays together, and I love that. Mm. But I'd also say a family that laughs together stays together it really is adhesive it's like yes. the bubble gum that holds you guys together and it makes a beautiful um unity in your home where everything isn't like walking around with this you know gray outfit and a long beard and you know like you're being tortured but you're you know you're laying down your life for christ you know right but there's just a joy mm-hmm. that being with jesus we were just talking about the the movie the Cho- one of the movies in the chosen mm-hmm. And just a little reveal here, Rachel had never watched The Chosen. (laughs) And I personally don't care for movies about Jesus. And so I fought this for a very long time. And um, my pastor and his wife in Wheaton loved it. And I thought, well, they're the most literary, intelligent, articulate people I know. And they loved it. And then my dear friend Betsy in Honduras, who's a missionary and who's been on the podcast, she's like, oh, we were just listening. We love it so much. We all love it. And I'm like oh, these are people that I really respect. And so I made Rachel watch it. And we watched where Jesus, um, where Peter had been fishing all night and catching nothing. And then how the Lord uh, multiplied the fish and, and the nets were breaking. And the sons of Zebedee had to run over and bail them out before the whole thing collapsed. And how, it was so darling, how the director has Jesus just watching this and he's laughing. He's just laughing because it was so delightful and fun and human and joyous. And I love to picture the Lord weeping, but I also love to picture him laughing. Mm -hmm. And I think as parents... We need to have a joy-filled home where it's fun to be in our family and to be part of our family culture. So we're not looking for love in all the wrong places. We'd rather be home than anywhere. Yes. I love that. Do you know that my online store has a library of resources to help you take the next step in your homeschooling journey? If you're new to my approach, check out my seminar called a literature-based approach to education. You might also be interested in my second seminar, Begin with the End in Mind. These two seminars lay the groundwork for my method and provide the tools you need for success. For those of you who want help navigating the world of screens, Taming the Media Lion is for you. If you have little ones, check out my parenting seminar entitled Let the Little Children Come. For literary buffs, you'll love Under the Covers with a Flashlight. And for those of you on a tight budget or those wanting more general information, check out the interviews I recorded with my son, JJ. We cover a myriad of topics. There are so many resources available. Be sure to visit my website at caroljoyside.com forward slash online dash store. When you subscribe to our email list, you'll receive a coupon code for 10% of your first purchase. Now back to the show. Yeah, and I really think that 
reading together, being outside together. Yes. I take my children on adventures. Yeah, you know, to talk I, about those. I kind of, I call it an adventure day. Mm-hmm. And so then, but now I'm kind of always looking for like, if we have to go, you know, we go to the chiropractor every week. And so if, when we're coming home, I'm like, okay, where can we stop and have lunch or do something fun outside together so that it's not just a 20-minute car ride Mm -hmm. there and back and stuff. So I think that helps me because it is. There's a lot to do. The net (laughs) is overflowing with fish, and you're pulling it in, you know, to the best of your ability. And all hands are on deck. Mm. But if you can do – I think that's what's so – if you – don't have the screens. Yes. You don't have something to have fight a lot about. More time. They are true. Yeah. There's there's nothing to fight about mm-hmm. within that department. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's fight about the things that we have to. Mm-hmm. Let's not just fight about dumb things. Dumb things. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just yeah. and then reading together creates an opportunity to bond. Yes. Being outside together creates an opportunity to bond. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a garden, we just got chickens, mm. we're getting dogs, <laughs> you know, you have to, obviously that's an investment, but you have to, you know, be willing to create these opportunities to have things to do outside, mm-hmm. um, at your house and finding them somewhere else mm-hmm. so that, because that does help to give an opportunity to, to mm-hmm. laugh, you know, that's to right. have these inside jokes, to work mm-hmm. alongside each other, you know, to... Um, something that helped, uh, I read a biography of Amy Carmichael recently. Yes. And it said um, that she made up a little song for her kids yes. when they were doing work. Yes. And it was, hate not laborious work, joy, joy is in it. Aww. And so Aww. I put it to some tune and told my kids about it. Aww. And they sometimes change the lyrics because <laughs> they don't feel like that is the case. You know, yeah, joy right. is not in it. But... Um, <laughs> But it's a good reminder for all, you know, we're all in this together. That's right. Not everybody wants to do the work all the time, mm. but it has to be done. We mm. ate food. You know, there's dishes. We have. Right. We wore clothes. That's right. You know. We're a family. Yeah, we're a family. We do it together. Mm-hmm. And then we, once we finish, then we can go and Didn't Salty sing that? We work together. Yes. We work together. Exactly. <laughs> That's another thing is Salty gives you songs to sing That's to be true. like, to do it's that. It's so true. Yeah. I was walking with my grandsons one day and they were just, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna... And I just started singing step by step, you yes. know, when they're camping together and they're climbing yes. the mountain. And this man on the street was listening and watching as we were trying to get the kids home. And he just looked at me like, Wow. Yeah. That who are you? You know. <laughs> well, it wasn't original to me. Yeah. But yes. yeah. That yeah. is that is a good trick to have in the bag. It singing. Is. Singing it always is. helps. Oh, always. Mm-hmm. So if someone's thinking about homeschooling and they're not sure, um it, w- what should they be processing at this point in time and what are some other things they could be doing to do their homework to make a knowledgeable decision when the time comes? Yes, I think it's really important to determine your philosophy. Mm. What do you think about education? Yes. What do you think about homeschooling? I feel like then it just makes it so much easier because, I, I mean, I didn't start thinking about these things once I had children because I was already thinking about them. Then I met you in college. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about these things already, but 
it's never too early to be forming these things. Yes. I think even thinking about what we wanted as children. Yes. What did I want? I wanted more time with my family. Mm. I didn't really love being rushed out the door mm-hmm. every day. You know, there were teachers I bonded to. There were teachers I didn't bond to. Mm-hmm. Thinking about the peer environment. Yeah. You know, just all these things. How did that feel for me? Mm. And then what did I what, what did you, I maybe what want? What would you have wished? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What would have been my ideal as a child? Wow. And how can I give that? Can I give that to my kids? That's really good. I've never thought about that. As someone who hated school growing up, that may be why I do what I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, when I was a little girl, I was so bored in school that I would hold the book that we were supposed to be reading, then I'd put another book inside of it, and I would be just, and with one ear, I'd be listening, and the, and the kids would be going, the, uh, and I'd just go, ah! And I'd be like reading three chapters, you know, in the time that they were doing that. I was so bored in school. The only reason I went to school was to wear cute clothes and to go study in third grade. Mm -hmm. That was about it, right? Yeah. So thinking about if you'd had a perfect world in your childhood, Mm -hmm. what would that have looked like? Mm -hmm. Oh, I really like that. And then when we were making little treats here, little carob energy balls, (laughs) you said that you think people should read more of a certain author. Oh, I think everyone should read more of John Holt. I've only read one of his books, so I can't say I've read them all. But How Children Fail is what I read. Mm -hmm. And that was so eye-opening about school, just in and of itself, and how maybe how learning actually happens or how we can really encourage learning. The thing that we, my husband and I, have observed from having three children you don't have to teach them anything. Mm-hmm. Children want to learn. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to teach any of my mm-hmm. children to crawl, mm-hmm. to sit up, mm-hmm. to walk, to want to talk. Mm-hmm. They wanted to do those things True. themselves. True. And it continues. They want to tell time. Mm-hmm. They want to count. They want to learn letters. Yeah. They want to understand the world. Yes. So it's not a matter of, you know, I guess in that book by John Holt, he's just saying... How then are we from the outside, how do we decide what then, how to test them? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. we have to be careful how we help them mm-hmm. learn because you can start to get your hands too involved in the process. Yes. And then it starts making muddying, a mess. Muddying of the, the waters. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we were just in the kitchen working together, you said, you quoted Charlotte Mason and you said, Oh, I said I came into your method the back door because I experienced the atmosphere. Okay, explain that. So, just your home. I I met you and I you brought you welcomed me into your home. And so I felt, you know, you have books everywhere. <laughs> your home is lovely and orderly mm-hmm. and you make yummy food (laughs) and we have rest and we pray together Mm -hmm. and we eat together and just you brought me into this rhythm the Mm -hmm. atmosphere Mm -hmm. of the home yes you know and it was so I always wanted to go to your house as a college (laughs) student I always wanted to go to your house and I wanted to take and replicate it in my Mm -hmm. own life and that's what I've done. And you've done that. Yeah, totally. all along the way. Wow. <laughs> this is so fun, Rachel. 
Well, we're going to continue and have way more conversations because it's, you're at such a beautiful place in your life, developmentally in the ages of your children, that I, as a grandmother, am not. And it's just so helpful for these young moms to hear your voice um, because, as I tell everyone, you've completely drunk the Kool-Aid. And so you really get the... Um, concepts that I've built my life on that I was taught by Dr. Moore and, and Susan and Charlotte Mason and other people, John Holt. We mentioned um, John Taylor Gatto when we were in the kitchen today, another. Yeah, tell, tell our listeners what really rocked you from reading about his yeah. perception. Yeah, John Taylor Gatto. Yeah. So he wrote Dumbing Us Down and I listened, it's a pretty, I think it's a booklet. I listened to the audiobook, so it was very brief. But it's all about, it's kind of about the way that the school has taken on the industrial model mm. is what that book is about. Mm. And mm. Um, so for me, that really caught my attention because I'm kind of, I don't love the industrial model mm. for things that should be more organic yes. and natural, yes. you know, um, like the development of children yes. and things. Yes. So dumbing us down was is it a great place to start as well to just see maybe some of the weaknesses and the failings you know and these aren't from people who just set out to be against Edu- school no and he education was named I mean, teacher of the year yeah. nationally i believe yeah. if i'm not mistaken yeah. so it gave him a platform and he basically told people to pull them, their children out of school, and everyone was so insulted and shocked. But he's very outspoken and very opinionated in a delightful way. Yes. And what was the quote you you were sharing about education? Is what did you say to me? Um, I don't remember. Edu- learning is I don't remember. Oh, education is something different than school is something different than education. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Can you expand on that? Yeah, just that school, I mean, like I'm saying, children like to learn. They're yes. natu- we're all wired to learn. Yes. Even us. Yes. We're adults. We we're lo- still I'm always learning. learning to learn. Yes, I'm learning we, how to play pickleball. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes. <laughs> you know, there's always things we want That's to right. learn. And we want to have this relationship with learning that says, oh, I'm curious about that. I'm going to follow that. Mm. I'm going to follow that curiosity mm. until it's satisfied. Mm-hmm. And which is a very like artistic thing, mm-hmm. you know, very create creativity. That's what we're wanting to feed in. To yes. Our, so that it will grow in our children, yeah. that they're self-motivated. Um, yes. And I think the phrase was something like education and learning or education in school are two different things. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you told mm-hmm. me. And mm-hmm. I'd never heard it put quite like that. Mm-hmm. Education and school are not necessarily the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And that was very eye-opening. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. so true. That all yeah. of life is education. We don't have to ring a bell and start school to learn something. But inquiring minds want to know. We yes. want to be yes and so when I'm with people who don't want to learn new things I'm bored to tears when I'm with someone who's always learning something new and reading something new and asking questions and traveling and exploring learning a a skill a sport a game I'm like yes these are my kind of people right yeah and that doesn't end that's I think that's the goal we want to have people who love learning Mm -hmm. 
that that there's never these roadblocks. It doesn't yeah. finish on commencement day. Yeah. That's a quote that I read in the seminar. Mm. Yes. Education does not cease on commencement day. It's the rest of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this has been such a joy. <laughs> well, thank you, Rachel. Yes. And thank you, listeners, for joining me this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. I love to help families homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. When you help me get the word out about what I'm doing here, I appreciate it so much. Until next time, remember, Jesus' commandments are not burdensome. What he calls you to do, he will enable you to do. Blessings. Blessings.